Look at you fucking ruin the fucking couch. The fucking dolphins. <laughs> Don't fuck with the dolphins. You can't fuck with the dolphins. Oh, the dolphins make me think of Noah because he's such a dolphin fanatic. Oh, yeah. I forgot they're a fucking sports team. Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but I know <laughs> when I, I think say the word dolphins, I'm like, Noah. I think of um, this weird video that I found, um, the actor Corey Haim, when he was like 13 years old, like doing this weird, like this like nine minute, like teen bop sexy video where he's like telling, he's talking about himself and talking about who he is and how he likes hockey and music and he's like, in that feeling when you kiss a girl and the dolphins start going through your bloodstream. That's what I always fucking think of. That what's, that's what that's from? Yeah. Because you've said that to me so many times, or I've heard you say that, dolphins through the bloodstream, and I do not know the origin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who to thank for that? Corey Haim, R.I.P. I don't even know who that is. Like, I can't even put a picture to that face. He's, a, he's an actor from the 80s. He was like a child actor. He mm. was in, uh, I remember his, his great movie, License to Drive. Check it out. He passed <laughs> away, though. Yeah. Yeah, he had he had problems, of course. I feel a little, I feel a little hot. I'm going to oh, turn myself course. slightly down. Yeah. You are fucking hot. You gotta turn it down. Turn it down. Yeah, yeah. Can't Have mercy. <laughs> Have mercy on us souls. Cool. What's this one called, Cass? Um, what did we decide we were gonna call this? Uh, teasing the cosmic clit. You said it, not me. You came up with it, not me. <laughs> I was fucking around. I said, "What are we? What's?" I was like in the shower, and I'm like, "What's the name of our podcast again today?" And you're like, "Oh, I had a good name for it last night, and then we couldn't think of it." And then we decided, what had happened? You just, that that just came to you? Oh, well, you were in the shower and I was looking at you. Oh, you naturally. <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like teasing the cosmic clip. And then, you know, this has happened to us before. We'll come up with an, a, a name of something or something really silly and then we end up doing it. That's how the movie American Juggalo ended up coming to be. Because you just thought of it and saw that name. Yeah. And kind of like American Gigolo, like everyone thinks it's American Gigolo at first. Yeah, yeah, of course. The I know Robert the movie. Gear, or no, Richard Gear. Yeah, uh, of course. Like I know that movie, and I know about that movie, and I think it's a, f- a funny title for a movie. But then, of course, American Juggalo is a very funny title for a movie. Yeah. And then we had to make it because I needed to make something called that. You just work backwards. Yeah, it's almost easier. It's um, talk about using your imagination. To manifest. Right. Talk about teasing the cosmic clit. <laughs> <laughs> Do dolphins have clit? I, ju- I just clits. I just realized um, I have a dolphin on my bracelet. Oh my so the God. dolphins are very present with us right now. Yeah, I guess they are. I oh. wish I knew what it meant. I know it feels good. I know what dolphins feel like is flow. Flowing energy. And I feel that's been happening with us lately. Almost to a scary extent. Do you want to like jump off and say like, let's not let this flow too much because you don't know where it's going? Yeah. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> it's, it's like a big wave and you're surfing and you're like, I can't believe I'm fucking staying on this thing. It's just that moment. That's all it is. Yeah. Dolphins jump in and out of the water. Mm. So they're not like, they kind of, I don't know. I wonder if a dolphin ever like is in a stormy sea and like, fuck, this is rough. 
or if they could just like go to depths that are yeah. untouched I by wonder, they the probably turbulence. Just, they probably always have a good time now that I think about it. That's why they like to have sex. They like to have sex. They like to enjoy life. For once. For once. <laughs> we can have the most sexual, unsexual, sexually named unsexual podcast. No, it's not. Uh, well, what does it mean to you? Teasing the cosmic clit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think of when I think of clit, I think of the most like concentrated nerve endings, like very sensitive. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of like to tease the cosmic clit, you kind of have to touch everything but the clit, mm-hmm. you know, because if you touch the clit, you're like almost like you're beyond teasing it. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So teasing the cosmic clit is like kind of teasing the universe mm-hmm. and this like pressurized or um very concentrated energy and it's almost in order to kind of do the things you want in life or jump on that big wave you're seeking you kind of have to do everything else in your life mm-hmm. um in service i think of the cosmic clit as teasing the cosmic clit as like an act of service yeah towards pleasure yeah it feels like a, <laughs> it's like making your life into uh this like flirtatious foreplay with the universe like like turning every everything into something you're trying to seduce right yeah i feel like that's the that's the kind of vibes it brings online for me and i think that's what we're doing by making art ever really no totally and i i just i feel it and i have felt it for a long time with friends and stuff like that where i'm like or people we work with or cinematographers or whatever it's like mm. if there's a block in the chain where we feel like we can't seduce you yeah. And seduction's not sexual. It's kind of like, I want you to laugh. You know, you were saying about, you know, people at Space Camp or wherever. You're just like, when I get them laughing, it's so funny. Oh, Eddie. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Yeah. My my sweet man crush. Yeah. God. Just hearing that guy laugh, I was just like, oh, that's what I'm paying service to <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I can kind of get like that. And that's so fun. Yeah. You know? And it's fun to come to a DP with an idea and be like, yo, this is this is what's going on. This is what we're thinking. Does this turn you on? You know, does this get you hard? You know, it's not like, oh, it's so everything but the physical. Kind of like sex is the laziest way to tease the cosmic clit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shortcut. Yeah. That's the easy way out for sure. <laughs> You got to like impress people with your ideas and your humor and your flow and your chillness. Mm-hmm. I mean, putting your sexuality out there is just kind of like, I'm not saying nothing against it because it is actually kind of challenging to be vulnerable in that way for sure. But there's just so much more to it, if that makes sense. I don't know. What does it mean to you? I don't even know if I got that across well. No, I think you got it across really well. I think I, I talked about it a little bit. I, I think it's about just putting on a, a lens of trying to seduce the most fun vibes out of the universe. That That's me. That's my personal goals. I just want to have fun. I, I feel like if that's an option to have fun, that's the one I want to take. That's the lens I want to have on. So it's like going into this kind of like flirtatious arrangement with the universe where you're making your intentions very known. Right. You're making your desires very known. I feel I feel like that's the teasing part of it. 
Mm. It's like it's like teasing it out. It's like sending prayers, uh, using your imagination. It's it's you know uh, using your creativity, making art. It's like it's teasing it out. It's teasing it out, and it starts to reward you with like orgasmic release in the form of so many things. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm riding high after Space Camp because Space Camp came to be because if you listen to our last podcast because gail wrote us after she heard us talking about space camp on the podcast and we probably talked about space camp on the podcast for like three years dropping hits of like this is something we like to do this could be fun in a bigger group maybe one day we'll organize something i remember even putting a page on the website like a few years ago like if you're interested in learning about hearing about space camp and like seeing you know having a few people email and being like i'd be into it and then it kind of just dies and it's not the right time and then you were teasing it out I was teasing the cosmic lit. I didn't even fucking know (laughs) it, you know? I didn't even fucking know it, but now... You knew. You knew. I mean, I know. I know. And, well, it's encouraging when you get that validation of something that you teased the clit of, like, coming to fruition and having that orgasmic release, and you're like, wait, what else could I tease out? Yeah. In a way that makes you want to be a little careful what you you wish for, Mm -hmm. you know? What do you mean? I don't know. I, I mean... Sometimes you think, uh, I don't know, I have some ideas in my head of what that means, but it it could mean really anything, you know. Um, Wanting to live, like saying, oh, I want to live in a group of people. I want to have communal living. I want to do something like that. And then... You get confronted with it. Yeah. Like quicker than you could have imagined. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's beautiful because then the universe asks you to show up to that and dance with it and be there fully. And I think if I, if you and I get into any tiffs, I think sometimes it's about, like, I remember looking at you being like, God damn it, Sean, you're going to make me do this. And you're like, I'm not going to make you do anything. And I'm like, no, but you do make me do things because you, you uh, challenge me to do them, choose the most because you will always choose the most fun path or most chill path. And I think sometimes I do this for you where I choose the most chill path. We kind of like, it's kind of like, I dare you to join me. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're kind of lame. Yeah. 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 Chasing the dragon of fun in our life is what's dragged us out to the deep end. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't think we're particularly um, courageous people. No, we're fucking pussies. You know, we're pussies teasing the cosmic clip. But it's but it's so much more fun. I feel like um, it's fun and funny, like having a life where uh, you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen next, like a like a plotless existence. I mean, the alternative. We're just building on things. The alternative makes me kind of blue. I think would be the word. Yeah. You know, predictability. Yeah. Like I, I hate structure because I hate knowing how every day is gonna go, and the and the the kind of irony of it is that i live a pretty basic existence mm. without that much craziness in, in any particular day and it's a lot of days that probably look relatively the same to maybe someone on the outside but to me on the inside i'm like this day was crazy yeah totally you know the realms we went to together or the the emotions we served or mm. whatever it was what i hear when you say that that resonates with me and i think i know about both of us is like a, a problem with more with authority than structure someone telling you what to do it, a thing something telling you what to do or being like you have to do this yeah thing. feeling like you're like uh, someone has authority over you or authorship over you that's that's not you 
something, even if it was just like, you know how we meditate twice a day? Right. Wouldn't it feel oppressive if it was like we meditate at 8 a.m. every day? No, I couldn't do that. Exactly. That, exactly. I don't do that. Yeah. I think that's you and I both have that in common for sure. Yeah. It's not fun when you... I like to be devoted to fun. It's like a balance of de- devotion to the chill and, and challenging what even being doing the church of chill has challenged us probably more than anything because it's saying like, okay, you devote yourself to something and you're trying to build a framework of language that other people can hold on to too. And this watermark of, of living of not, I mean, we're not the chillest people every second of every day, but saying that that state of being yeah. is important. It's worth honoring it's worth feeding it's worth supporting it's worth making language around and jokes around and listening i mean listening to music to facilitate that and also calling each other out when one of us lost lost the vibe you know and what's uh i think what's crazy about that and worth pointing out for any artistic journey is it didn't start off like that I don't think we still know what the Church of Chill is. No. And and I don't. I, I it's think making us. It it started out like I said about American Juggalo. It started out as like um, a silly name. Yeah, that sounds cool. That sa- that just sounded cool, like us saying here, mm-hmm. like ah, oh, you're in the Church of Chill right now. And we just called our the hundredth episode of our podcast. We just called Church of Chill. And then I just like it stuck with me. It just like flowed off the tongue so nicely, and I liked saying it between us that we're like. That could be the name of our radio show. Right. But that's not what Church of Chill is. No, that's like just one arm. It, it's it's a thing it does. Yeah, it's, it's like an iteration of you it. You wouldn't go into a church and see the choir and say that's the church. Right. That's not, you know, that's not what it is. It's It's one part of it. But we also aren't the keepers of it. No. You know, we're a, we, I want to be in service to it, meaning that I could be a powerful reminder of it. And, uh, you know, I, I had a great, I had a great moment at space camp that almost brought me to tears. This girl, destiny came up to me late night. I hadn't really talked to her that much or anything like that. And she's like, I have something for you. And I was like, what? And she was like, you're so chill. And I like, she didn't know our stuff. Like she got invited by Gail. So she didn't know Church of Chill, who we are, whatever. So I'm just like playing it cool. I'm like, I'm chill. And she's like, yeah, dude, like you're really chill. I was like, I take that as a really high compliment. And she's like, I had this. And she did this little ceremony where she gives me this bracelet. And it says chill. What is it? The ceremony is peace, Peace, love, love, unity. unity. And that's when she puts the bracelet on And then it goes over. And then respect. Respect. And she gave me this. And it meant a lot because I was like, oh, I'm radiating chill. And, um, the next day someone asked me that, like it dawned on them. They're like, okay, what is this? What is, what is all this, this space camp, this vibe? And how do I sign up? Where do I, you know? And I'm just like, there's nothing to sign up for. There's like, there's, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to sign up for. Nothing's required of you. Like, uh, like to me, it sounds weird, but like church of chills in you, it's in you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We just call it the church of chill because that's, I think that's the, uh, the reverence that that vibe deserves Mm -hmm. and instead in our society we don't pay attention to it at all we don't give a fuck about it we let it get commodified what chill means no yeah 
being busy is like that's what you want to tell people oh sorry i've been so busy yeah yeah come on no now i'm like oh, i've i've been really chill today's been so chill so far <laughs> today even been a bit even chill. if it hasn't and that's because when you when you prioritize the chill the moments in between the chill they're just moments in between the chill mm-hmm. you know mm. it's not they're not any they're not any more important when you're just you're trying to get back like it's like remembering and forgetting you're gonna forget you're gonna forget to be chill you're gonna forget your oneness you're gonna forget your divinity you're gonna forget your connection that's part of this that's part of it but being reminded and reminding each other Mm. to bring it back and bring it home Mm. that's what's cool about it music always reminds us that's probably why it's like become such a centerpiece of uh what we're the good church all about the good church yeah man. well and i love that the Sacrament. church of chill is not like i mean we 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 do it and stuff but you know at first i used to be really self-conscious because i would be in these moments where you and i were so unchill and being like we don't even deserve to do this like we shouldn't even be doing this who the fuck do we think we are and i'm like no that's like the dance mm-hmm that's the dance and, and it's like don't look at us like we know what's going on like we need you to remind us you know what i mean Well, uh, part of having, like, being the people behind naming this, that, is you're accountable then. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're doing stuff like, hey, let's everyone get together and take acid. Like, if you can't be chill, like, if I was the guy freaking out on the farm for some reason, like, you know, like, I'm I'm accountable to these people. That that just sounds so funny. Freaking out on the farm. Freaking out on the farm, man. Uh-huh. I mean, I was freaking out on the farm, but yeah. I kept it together. I'm fucking freezing in here right now. The weather's turning. Do you want me to turn on the heat? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so ridiculous. No. Yeah. Be spleef, man. I think, I think sometimes our chillness has gotten us in trouble, you know? Uh. <laughs> and I think that's kind of funny, too. Because... Um, when we're really in the flow of that, of that thing we hold in such high regard, uh, it's, it's like seductive medicine for people who really need it. Yeah. And, and you're like, should I even give this to this person? Yeah. And, and, and but who all am of I a sudden say no? <laughs> they're, they're pissing with the big dogs because you and I have a tolerance for the chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> we have a tolerance for it. We know how to do this. Doesn't this room, well, it reminds me of this time where we're communing with the sacrament cannabis outside a wedding that we're D-list invitees to. Oh, my God. Remember we this? We got invited to this wedding like three days before because because we're such bad babies, you know? Yeah, no. we're not, it's, it's known that we're a little bit of trouble. You know, not like a, you know. When you hold the chill vibe, sometimes you can butt heads with people. Mm-hmm. I think, and sometimes you can be unchill, and sometimes you just relationships take new turns, and whatever, whatever the case may be, we were D-list invitees to a good friend's <laughs> wedding. Yeah, you yeah. know, because you guys had been through some shit together, <coughs> and your relationship had taken some tolls. But like, you guys are brothers, so mm-hmm. of course he was going to invite you. Yeah, and so we're at this wedding before. This is a funny story. I should tell it, right? Yeah, this is really funny. So we're at this wedding. And well, what I'll add to this. Oh, you can tell the story. You want to tell the story? I'll help. Okay. You looked incredible. Baby, you're so sweet. You Thank you. Rent the runway dresses really can hook you up. Everyone was like, what is this dress? And I was getting mad that you were saying rent the runway. I'm like, just own it. 
Yeah. You know, just, just own it. Just own it. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> but you're t- you were giving away your secrets, which I appreciate. But you were just looking incredible. You and I are over by the car, fucking smoking a fat J. You know, like we do. Yeah, the wedding hasn't started. People are coming back. Uh, we're listening the, to the dead. The groomsmen are yeah. just taking all their photos together and stuff, and we're just like, you know, being like kind of on the outskirts of things, just doing our thing. But the whole wedding party walks by us. Yeah, and this older gentleman mm-hmm. just like kind of comes up <laughs> sniffing around. At first, I thought he was trying to bust our balls. And yeah. He's, and then he was just like, you guys smoking some ganja or said something kind of nerdy like that. Uh, is you smoking reefer? Reefer, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. But he really wanted to flirt with you. He didn't see me at first. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Anyway, we were just chilling and he just, I was like, yeah, you want some? And I just like put it out in front of him and um, he did partake. Oh my God. He took the biggest hit. And he hit kind of like how my parents would start hitting the weed when they first started smoking with me where it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I won't even smoke weed like that because that'll fucking- I'm like, that's way too high. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what are you supposed to do when someone starts doing it? You're like, oh, yeah, no, it's cool. You probably had enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So he then starts telling us that he hasn't, I don't even know if he's ever smoked weed. Yeah. Or And I think he's just feeling loose and, like, having a good time. It it's, hit him. He was like, Whew. He's, uh, yeah, so, so he's going around. We go in there, and he seems to be good, and he's just talking about how, you know, he hadn't done this in forever, and I get the hint that maybe he's never done it. If if he had, he hadn't smoked weed since the seventies. And, <laughs> and then you could tell. And then we're at you know the the reception starts, and he's like, it's hilarious seeing him because he's going around, uh, eating everything. He's and, eating everything and being like, this is the best, this is the most delicious food, and like yeah. literally stuffing his face. And yeah. he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who like this seems out of character. Let's put it that you way. You could tell he was a different person, and he. Well, the dead giveaway was us being D-list invitees. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker couldn't stop coming over to us. Yeah, no, and it's like we don't. But okay. and this was controversial. That this would not be something the bride or the groom would approve of. Well, Neither one of their families, like. We haven't even spilled the beans about who this guy is. But this is just. I know. I'm. I'm just saying. Like smoking weed at this wedding wasn't a thing. No. It no. wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't a thing. It would be frowned upon. Yeah. And I'm starting to learn that sometimes people think I smell like weed and I'm trying to be a little more considerate. Of everyone knows we're high. It's all good. I know, but I don't really like that, that everyone knows we're high or that they like can smell it on me. It almost feels like disrespectful or something. I don't know. I might need to vape more or something. Yeah. Um, well, we were being very disrespectful at this wedding, but like whatever. Some dude comes over to us. We fucking got him high. And then just watching him go hilarious. around and eat everything and be fucking cracking jokes and kept coming over to us and saying thank you. So the moment it all clicks for me who this guy is, is when he give, stands up to give the father of the bride speech. Yeah, it turns and out was, he was the father of the bride. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. We knew how fucking blaze this guy was. Oh, he just gets up there. Adorable. He's an adorable man, but he just starts crying. Yeah. And they like have to walk him. They have to escort him out of the of the room oh so he gosh. can have a moment. And it was like just one of these moments like, what have we done? I yeah. hope no one knows. And we're bad. Like we're bad people. Like being devotees of the Church of Chill, like it's, you got to be careful the crowd you there was a very unchill vibe going on after that. <laughs> this guy was crying like the rest of the night. 
but like not crying like like he like he was just tapped into his emotions and you could tell it was a little bit different from the way he normally behaves and how people are used to seeing him his, yeah you know the mother of the bride and the bride he and kept coming over to us like thank you so much yeah. like we had given him acid or something yeah. you know like thank you for this gift yeah he comes over he introduces his wife he like drags her over kicking and screaming like oh. she wants to have nothing to do with us and he's like you gotta meet these two and we're like jesus dude we were like we were supposed to lay low at this wedding yeah you're like, not helping on, us you're, like everyone's looking at us this whole wedding because you keep coming over to us <laughs> damn <laughs> Yeah. That was funny, though. I feel like we've done that a million times. Yeah, no, that's just the most memorable time for me. Yeah. Because it was just one of those, oh, shit. Yeah. Shit, shit, shit. I just fucking smoked up the probably one of the more important people at this wedding, and I had no idea who this was. I've ruined scenes in our movies. Oh, yeah. We're paying our own money to shoot a movie, and I get fucking high with the subject. And they can't do it. I've ruined podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, where like they just couldn't hang because they were trying to hang and they couldn't hang. And I think I think that's the thing about weed. If you haven't done it in a while or if you inhale it. I mean, I don't I couldn't smoke weed and really before this podcast, you know, I've been smoking. Uh, I've been smoking this spliff all morning. Yeah, you're smoking for the both of us because I, I fucking Maybe go like a little more internal or something. It's part of my tease, you know. It's part of my foreplay with it. With with what what is it? The the cosmic clit. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like we've tapped into another dimension lately, and this is nothing that is unique to us, or available to only us. Right. But your life is a garden. And whether you know it or not, you're planting seeds all the time. And uh, I feel like some seeds we've been planting, maybe knowingly or unknowingly, have uh, started to bear fruit. And it's really started to give us some momentum. And we've learned how to really serve the muse again. And when you start that relationship, of chasing and serving the muse, your life takes on new meaning. Yeah. And there's a brightness and light is coming off of you. And that's that's where I feel like we're we're headed, where we're going, where we've where we've been a little bit. Or where it feels when it feels best. Like when someone comes yeah. over here and we're meeting them for the first time and I'm like well, welcome to being our muse because yeah. we're about to have a we're about to buckle up because we're about to have a fun time together. Yeah, and that's when I feel like we're at our best is like when we're like can meet a new person for the first time, and just be fully present and be like, "All right, we are going to throw everything we got at you." Absolutely, uh, I I think uh, that's part of manifestation, and we want to manifest great long-lasting memorable friendships and the biggest part of manifestation is being present because when you're present you can see the fruits that your garden is bearing you can understand what you're working with you can be there for it all you know and you can start to practice acceptance 
and you'll you'll notice what you're manifesting and wouldn't that be a big part of trying to manifest things is notice when your prayers are being answered yeah (laughs) yeah no paying attention is so important and it's easy to forget but it's also easy to remember that every moment every interaction every thing you see everything you notice it can be and is a sign from the universe yeah you know your 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 sacred uh cosmic makeup of of how you relate to the world and how you see things and the more you nurture those neural pathways like i I thought even this morning i woke up and i was like (gasps) you know like my heart beating a little fast and i i at this point have woken up enough mornings where the first thing I do is say I'm grateful for this bed (laughs) I'm grateful for this air I'm grateful for these sheets that it's like it happens so quick you know I don't get sidetracked as much in the morning I know we've talked a lot about like reclaiming the morning and maybe not being on the phone in the morning there's definitely work that I need to do in that department especially after watching what was that movie the social dilemma Mm -hmm. that fucking woke me up again and reminded me of all the things I already know but yeah, just realizing exactly what you're saying, that every thought, every moment you're planting seeds. And sometimes, especially first thing in the morning, you want to plant the seed of, thank God I'm here. Thank God yeah. I'm awake and thank you for the gift of this fucking warm ass bed. What kind of seed is it to plant? And we're all guilty of it, of first thing in the morning, looking at your phone. or getting into some consumption loop first thing. Mm, it's so easy though it's so easy it's so easy and i love it so much and i love art so much and i love my friends so much and i love seeing what they're doing and what they're posting and but you know creating this space is important you know i don't even know what i'm trying to say by saying that but what we were talking about last night was like wake up and fucking paint first thing in the morning like do something because i i used to have this problem with you where you'd want to like watch something with breakfast. And I think we've gotten to a place where we can watch something that's works, but you'd want to watch like say a half an hour news program or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot reclaim my day after that. I wasn't even conscious of that behavior until you started saying that, you know, Mm -hmm. like the vibe it'll put you into. Right. A consumption loop. Because it's it's firing off all those those brain chemicals, you know, that it's going to yeah. want that reward again and again and again. And now it's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And totally, if you're not consuming, you're creating. You can be creating. Yes. And you can be creating a temple, a sanctuary mm-hmm. and within yourself of, of feeling safe, of, of doing the things that decorate your life and your relationships in a positive way and plants those seeds for you know, fun adventures or funny inside jokes or building. Well, I mean, you you have your temple, but then the thing that we do with other people in our community is, is build out and decorate this realm. Yeah. The, the realm that is unique to, to us and our community and anyone in their community, the vibe, the vibe that everyone wants to come back to the way people interact, what their, what their currency is with each other. Mm-hmm. How do we decorate the realm? What do we want it to feel like? Yeah, and somehow Chilcagway is a lot in this realm for some reason. 
Tokagwe, this. I just looked up and I saw that. And it reminded yeah, me of Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why is this in the realm? It's a very part of your realm. It feels like like a video game. It's like Zelda or something. And you come across this new weapon, this new tool. And you're like, why is this a part of it? And, like, I can understand why you'd spray this in your mouth. And, like, I just learned you could spray it, like, on your gums and teeth and lips. And that's pretty crazy. But you sprayed it on my dick and balls yesterday, Cass. <laughs> and I don't know what I did to deserve that. <laughs> Uh, I think we just were like, we have to know, like, we have to know what this feels like. Yeah. I, t I took one for the team too. I had you spray my butthole. Sorry to be graphic, but yeah. I was like, let's find out. Yeah. And it kind of just feels like, what did I call it? I don't know. Fireia. Fireia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can use your... Deduction to figure out what fireia is. It's physicalic. Yeah. No matter where you spray that stuff, it's physicalic. Right. And it's it's a little bit too much for for me for down there. I thought, but then I ended up spraying it on there again on my own. I think. Do you like pain? Is there something? I guess about so. I guess so. I I guess I I like um like con the the type of confrontations that aren't going to hurt anyone else. Like, I think that there's a certain confrontational element to my personality. And if I can just take care of that with me and not have to do it with you or anyone else. Or export it. Export it or fucking get mad at some like comment. Bait or someone on uh, Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there's like there's certain ways to, to work with and move that energy. And that's what I, I want to learn about. This is like It's me trying to tap into strength by doing yeah. this stuff because you're like i need to run like i'm fiery like i need to yeah. exert some energy so i don't take it out other places you don't need to i see you like somehow you're fine you're like the same person i'm not like you yeah. know like oh sean needs to fucking go run every day like he needs to go do something and then even after you run i'm like yo you're still burning too hot like you gotta run again motherfucker. just get out of my face <laughs> <laughs> but you know trying to just trying to mellow it all out and part of that is like um intentional pain intentional not in a way that i'm harming my my temple in any way but i'm actually strengthening it i think so because well, it requires you to show up and breathe and, and it's a kind of like induced meditation yeah like it won't make you meditate but it'll be more pleasurable if you do meditate through it like if you go out for a run and you instead of thinking about a million things follow your breath and let the thoughts flow by you're gonna probably go further and you're going to want to go the next day and the next day and the next day. And if you spray Chilcagway on your mouth and it takes you to this moment where you're just like, your senses are so overwhelmed that you're like, oh, I got to catch my breath. You're going to be like, okay, I like that. I like what that does to me. I like what that does for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like we're so trained to just have the single-minded pursuit of seeking comfort. Mm. And um, I am as guilty of that as anyone. Look what I've made my life. Right. It's just a fucking comfort nest, you know, to to make up for all the discomfort I felt I had early in my life. In your childhood, like, and yeah, I, and I stuff. can control this. It's very comfortable, mm -hmm. but there, it, there is a flip side to that, you know, where it, you know that in life, uh, the freak storm comes, freak storm comes. People go, people come, and people go though. They go mm -hmm. 
and it's it's fucking devastating. Is that our bell? I guess so. See what I mean? I said people come and then our bell rang. Who is this? Hmm. That's the internet guy. So we can upload this. That was Spectrum. He's just trying to get into the basement of our building. Does he need a special access to that room or anything? No, he j I don't know. Did you need to give that guy a special access? It's not our problem. Okay. There's someone down there. Okay. Cool. Sorry to have to do some business in the middle of this no, podcast. No, it's okay. It's okay. But yeah, freak storm comes. And I I just feel like uh, being being aware of that and having to, uh, you know, con confront pain, confront other realms that maybe aren't always so uh pleasurable. Yeah. I mean, I had a peak moment at space camp and I just had to remind myself while it was happening don't attach to it and don't judge it because both are suffering you know you don't want to like leave a good time with like your hands like fingers on the chalkboard where you're like ah no please right. i was having so much fun i don't want to go down to the depths of fucking right. hell and anxiety and stress and fear and loneliness and sadness again like please you set yourself up for that fucking that that trap of nostalgia yeah know? Yeah, by attaching to a good moment, but it's just like when you let it flow and just appreciate it for the moment that it was there and know, know the temporary nature of reality in each moment, mm -hmm. then you can just kind of appreciate the moments that you had and um, not cling to them and not resist, not resist the unpleasant moments because you know those are just as temporary, you know? This is all in service to like tuning tuning your being to presence tuning your being to be able to show up to this moment yeah that's what all the practices are about that's what the moving energy is about you move the energy so it doesn't stagnate so the thoughts don't build up and the thoughts become actions and the actions become your destiny you don't want to start that process with negativity and self-doubt yeah yeah so you got to move the energy you got to move that energy. Can I move some energy that I'm just thinking about? Bring it. Because, I mean, we started this podcast talking about teasing the cosmic lit, and I'm realizing that that is the theme of this podcast and the energy we're able to, to move about being vulnerable and transparent about wanting to host some sort of space camp experience, you know? And yeah. I got, like, some big downloads at space camp about what's possible. When you make the universe horny for you. Yeah, but I kind of like... Dope. But I mean, this is kind of like... I want to put this out here to anyone who's listening. That what I want to do at this moment in time is facilitate and create spaces for musicians to come together who maybe don't know each other and aren't planning to like have some long career or some album together and just jam and record those moments and record the magic that comes out of people being in a psychedelic safe environment yeah you know i mean I, I don't know if i'm fully articulating this i'm not even sure i fully understand what that means but i think that was like one of our favorite takeaways from space camp was musicians who didn't know each other who are all very adept at their instruments and very tapped into the vibe getting together and making beautiful music together on the spot like it was magical 
And, you know, um, we want to capture some of that because we're documentarians after all. I know. I just, I want to like fucking stream it and record it. Are you clinging? No, I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. I mean, that's our, we're setting intention. And that's, that's my intention right do. now. We want to facilitate m- a lot more of that. And and that is even, in, that's like in addition to the come up, which we're talking about stuff that I think is the foundation of this morning show that we want to do. I know it's not necessarily a morning show. It can be whatever kind of show, whenever you want to listen to it. But we well, are going to do, do a little cool. psychedelic morning show called the come up. Yeah. It's not a household name yet. So, you know. Yeah. But you it will be. contextualize. It will be. We'll fucking come like a blazing like a fucking uh, a fiery toad from the ashes where you're like that motherfucker survived yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no i i don't know so there's just a lot of things that i have swirling that i'm i'm just being less shy about saying them out loud this is part of the theme of, of what we're talking about yeah yeah, you're doing exactly that. Especially when we do it like this. When you say it on here and it gets amplified, the universe feels that, but you are the universe, so you want to hold yourself accountable. We can't come on here and talk about stuff that we're not going to do. Knock on wood, because I can, and I will, and I do. There's so many ideas that I have, but I really, really want these ideas to, to continue to take shape and evolve and... You know, there's so who said it like Colin was or Colin Francisato was saying about um sometimes when you say something like an idea out loud, you get that validation already of like as if you already did it. People are like, Oh, that's a really cool idea, man. You know, and I guess what's yeah, kinda cool, cool that's enough for me. Yeah, I'm like, Oh, cool, I don't even have to do the idea. <laughs> yeah, Everyone right. thinks it's a cool idea. And right. I think maybe that's the cool thing about saying it on the podcast is because I don't get the immediate like this I'm talking to the abyss right now. We're not even we haven't even put this episode out when I'm talking about it. Or have we? Or have we, yeah. Well, that's a conversation for, I guess, <laughs> right now. <laughs> the fucking crazy <laughs> illusion of time. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to bless my past self, you know, with this whole, like, time is a fucking illusion. I was like, well, I can fucking... If I can make my future better, I can also make my past better. And that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, totally. If I can all of a sudden remember these cooler things and tap into the cool things I did in my childhood and been like, oh, I'm, I've actually been kind of cool for a long time. And I went so long feeling like, oh, I'm like the opposite of cool. But when you do little cool things in your present day and in your future thing, you remind yourself of the cool things you did in your past. And then those become stronger memories, you know? Yeah, I think it's a good practice to um, like really reach out and give your childhood self or your traumatized self a fucking nice hug every now and then. Cause, cause that motherfucker back then can feel it. Mm. You know, I, I sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, how the fuck did my 16, 17 year old self handle that shit? How the fuck was I? I could even say that for a bunch of ages after that, but like, especially then, like how the fuck was I able to handle that shit? And it's like, because this motherfucker is reaching out and sending strength back. Like, yo, we got it to spare. We got it to spare up here, man. 
Mm-hmm. In this part of it, it's so fucking fun. Yo, dude, we got the hottest fucking girlfriend, dude. You have no idea how shit worked out, but feel it. Mm-hmm. Feel confident. Feel confident. Say you want to be a filmmaker. I started saying that at 16. I didn't even know what that meant. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what that meant till I was in my 30s. Really, what that meant. So, you know, you cast little spells. You cast little spells. And I didn't even really know what I was doing, but did I? Did I? Did this motherfucker know what it would take and fucking whisper so loudly at, in the form of an idea to my past self that this is how it works out? Mm. You know? So so don't cast a negative spell on yourself. Don't, don't fucking listen to other people's story about you. That's one of the biggest fucking blessings you could do for yourself is don't fucking give a fuck what anyone else thinks about you. Yeah, that's and that's been really funny. Your parents included. That's been so funny because you handle it with such grace. People just being like, "Yo, you guys shouldn't have a podcast." And uh, like, like, you guys suck at this. <laughs> so what? So what? Yeah. What else? You fucking listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just like it, almost it, it's in a weird way. It, it's encouraging because it's like, who would I be if I listened to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to have a good sense of yourself. And also why you're doing things. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I do this, I do this for the fucking five motherfuckers who say, this fucking meant something to me. This reminded me of something, you know? Like it doesn't, there's not like some number that I hinge our success on. No, it's it's five. It's, it is five. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is five. You know, it is th- that feeling of just being like, okay, I feel heard. I feel heard. I feel like we're moving energy. I, f- I feel the flow happening in each moment. I feel us connecting. I feel people getting closer to me. And by getting closer to me, they're getting closer to themselves. And by feeling safe in this space, on this podcast, even if you're just listening, they're feeling safer in the world and reminding themselves that there is a safe space mm. and a safe place to land. And in the moments of tumultuous when you're fucking oceans pushing the dolphin deep into the water that they can they'll be able to breach again you know Mm -hmm. and that we've been through it and you've been through it and we will be through it again and you will be through it again but we are here holding each other's hands through this Mm. you know we're here for each other that's the true fucking homie motherfucker church of chill brothers for life yeah (laughs) yeah swimming in the realm with the dolphins right (laughs) Uh, this was good. Yeah. Is this good? Yeah, I'm fucking chill. Okay, this, cool. We, I'm not. I don't need. I don't need a thing. I feel like we could wrap this up. Have a great time. We're open. We're fucking not feeling attached to. What do we do? We want to leave them wanting more, right, Shawnee? Sure. Unless you have anything you want to add right now. Well, uh, what I would add is, you know, we're teasing the clip. We're not. This isn't fucking the full thing right here. Yeah, you got to stick around for like another 100 episodes if you're looking for the full release. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's up <laughs> to you to bring this to full release. All right, love you, motherfuckers. I love you. You crazy fuckers. <laughs> Peace and love, you crazy fuckers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.